2: A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix.
1: Can we call this The Lost Episode? Could that be the title?
2: We can call it whatever we want, but we got to go fast because my wife is going to murder me. Okay. Five to seven is like the window of when my kids go nuts.
1: I know you can't normally do that.
2: Yeah. Don't your kids have that window end of the day before they go to bed when they're super yeah, hyper? Yeah, but I, and-
1: first of all, I'm so varied in age that it's not one time. Yeah. I have a zero, a three, and yeah. eight, and 11. Yeah, The like 11 can go to sleep really late some nights. And the eight-year-old goes to gymnastics, gets home at 9:15, two nights a week. So our schedule is yeah. really late. Yeah. All right. So
2: let's reset this.
1: Welcome back to
2: Thirty Two Fans. Uh, Welcome back again. Uh, I think this is the second time this has happened to Kiva that we recorded a podcast and the uh, technical difficulties caused it to disappear into the ether.
1: Um, I don't, I don't like remember another time where it happened. But yeah, we lost the whole podcast. We did put a lot of research in, spent a lot of time preparing. Um, We'll explain what we did in a minute. But we did a whole draft baseball themed. We had fun. I thought it was a good podcast um and we totally lost it both our both yeah. our really we should be testing now because like it could happen again we should be testing like after a couple minutes and making sure that our audio is in there but we lost both all of our audio everything was gone we couldn't even we couldn't do the thing where like you lost mine and you had to like imitate yeah. all my
2: voices
0: stuff
1: <laughs>
2: which was a yeah. popular episode but like and this was too long for you to do that also yeah but, mine was gone yours is gone everything so was gone. um i've had such a frustrating day i was on the phone for like two hours with dell yeah um, By the way, this I is why like it's victim. like a bad
1: marriage because my wife was on the phone with an airline because you know that thing where it's like you have to you have a baby so it doesn't get a real seat so you have to have it like the fake seat you have to call Infinite Arms and but yeah. then it's like we're going you know to like four different you know we have a lot of different flights so she's got to do it for a million so she's yelling at me I've yeah. been on the phone for ninety hours ninety hours with Delta and then I'm getting you know screen caps from you as if I care that you're on the phone with Dell I don't even know why. Um, yeah, now I've, and I've got two people I don't care about telling me stuff. But, I mean, I care <laughs> about the people, but not about what they're
2: telling me. Yeah, um, all right, so let's yeah. get rolling. This is gonna be a mini, a mini, a mini uh, summary yeah. of what we did. Yeah, so what we did, so we were supposed to do the hundred greatest baseball players of all time. I've been getting requests for that. We had a great guest lined up for that. Uh, he needed to uh, delay a week, and uh, now he needs to delay another week. So we've well, decided to delay a meantime, week, we're not, we're, we're not gonna do that for a while now. Yeah, he missed his window. Uh, football season's coming. Yeah, July well, was any of, August guests, is, any of our uh, guests, any of our guests, like, football.
1: yeah, the, we, we had some expert options. None of them came through. Um, well, th- oh, well, but
2: we were really holding on for the. All right, anyway, so the point is, so instead, you and I decided to have a little draft. Yeah. So the way we did this draft, you want to explain it?
1: Yeah, so basically, we decided to do an all-time, uh, like, baseball draft, where we'd each pick teams, and then the listeners would vote on a team. We should add, we, I think we did this at the top the first time, but... We, I created a Thirty Two Fans podcast Facebook group. Anyone's will, you know, able to join. I will post about it on Twitter, and uh, you know, just you, you search Thirty Two Fans podcast. I'm sure it'll be the first thing that comes up on um on Facebook. And we will. I think it's closed, yeah. but you'll you can see it. You just can't like join or see the post without joining. Yeah, you
2: have to be approved by
1: one of us. But you'll get but, approved. Um, just that so everyone's just, allowed in. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, so anyway, and you'll vote in the group. We'll, we'll, we'll post our teams in the group. That'll be like the little catch yeah. for joining, and people could vote on who has the better team. Because we still kept track of our teams We just when we lost the podcast. Yeah. So I think... But
2: yeah. we're, we're, we're becoming legit. We got a Facebook group. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so also the last week's episode, the candy episode, mm-hmm. sort of disappeared off the internet yeah. for a couple of days because mm-hmm. our, our, the site that hosts our podcast switched to a GoDaddy and sort of everything that was done during the switchover period got lost. So uh, the guy was saying to me, you know, you guys should really create your own website 32fans.com and sort of host it yourselves. And I said to Who him, said that, Eric? you are know, that's Yeah, and I he said I'm not trying to kick you off. You're you're welcome to use this, but you know, you'd probably get better service. And I said, "Listen, you're asking, that's a big commitment of like time and effort on our part." Um, and it's your part cuz I don't know that stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the financial time, you know, it doesn't cost very much. It's really I don't mind chipping in the money. Time. I just I don't know how to yeah. physically do. It. All right. I will put out a challenge to the listeners. If you get so we right now have almost but not quite uh, a thousand uh, sus- subscriptions, people who subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. If we get to a thousand, if we hit four digits, then we will create our own separate website and uh, become a legit podcast.
1: Well, we th- we also think we have a lot more listeners every week than that.
2: Well, there's no. There's people who listen but don't. Yeah, there's people who like. And that's you know, just coming from. I don't know if that's episode.
1: coming from every source because we've seen numbers much higher than that.
2: Yeah. Well. Yeah. But I'm just. I'm saying subscribers are the people who are with us week in, week out. They're getting it on iTunes. You know, they're committed. Mm-hmm. So if you get a few friends to join, if we hit the uh, the magical four digits of subscribers, yeah, not just people who listen to an episode, but they got to subscribe. And if we hit that, then we will create our own website and we will become a, a more legit podcast.
1: Oh, interesting. I didn't even know that. Okay. Um, um
2: so yeah, so we drafted these. Teams, oh, so just so, the rules. There's a couple go over. Yes, there yeah. were some wrinkles.
1: We're only we're drafting. The point was to sort of like go draft players from specific teams. So if you're drafting, uh, you know Mike Piazza, you could draft him as a Met and or draft him as a Dodger. What the catch for the strategy, and you won't hear it as much, but you would have heard it in the main podcast, was like, if you could only pick one player per team, and it's a 25 man roster. And for so we also made the rule that um, instead of like
2: we have to pick the same yeah 25 the same teams. twenty
1: five teams instead of like yeah. twenty teams where we each pick two and then like you know you pick from the Marlins and Brewers yeah. and I pick from the Rays so and I Reimbacks. took
2: George Brett and that forces you to take a Royal right
1: that forced me to take a Royal I had to take Dan Quisenberry yeah. I opened up the draft by taking Pudge Rodriguez. Because I
2: knew that would make... No, that was in the, th- that was in the third Oh, round. sorry. Who
1: yeah. did I, who'd I, who'd I but open yeah, up the draft? Because you team? wanted
2: to force me to take a Ranger. Because I
1: wanted you to take a Ranger, and I knew they didn't have any pitchers, and you had to take Juan Gonzalez. But again, it's just Juan Gonzalez no, as a Ranger. Adrian. I took
2: Adrian Beltre. Oh, yeah. sorry.
1: You're right. You're right. Um, you took Adrian yeah. Beltre.
2: Yes, but it only counts their numbers on that one team. And, yeah, so so we would each have a team of 25 players from 25 teams. Five teams went undrafted. Shockingly, those include, like, the Boston Red Sox. With there was a lot Williams of strategy, right, because we knew, yeah.
1: like, okay, someone picks Williams and the other person picks Yastrzemski or Pedro or Cy Young or somebody. Um, so there was a lot of strategy in trying to get the other person really bad players. It was funny, but it maybe made a little bit more sense when you were listening, but, I, you know, you'll see the teams. I think they're still interesting. Who was the first pick overall? Yeah, so- Do you remember?
2: So let's go through and do this quickly. So you had the first pick, and uh, you took Hannes Wagner, uh, the shortstop, from Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm.
1: And I thought that would and really box you into taking a bad pirate or a lesser pirate. And also I wanted a good—I built through the middle infield in both fantasy baseball and fantasy fantasy baseball, whatever this is.
2: Yeah, Wa- Wagner was a top five guy on my list. Uh, I took the number one and two guys on my list, though. I took Walter Johnson on the Twins slash Senators. Who has more war for one player than anybody in history, uh, including even Babe Ruth. And then uh, second I took Ty Cobb for Detroit. Same concept. He's also, you know, top three in war for one team. And uh, you know, Detroit has a lot of good guys, but nobody, you know, nearly as good as Ty Cobb. And obviously for the twins it's after Walter Johnson. It's a big drop off to Kilabrew or Maurer or Puckett or whatever.
1: Yeah, I picked Killabrew. Um,
2: so I, I went I went with those two. Then in the second round you uh made a pick that in twenty seventeen is a little questionable, but you know,
1: what was my pick? I just see I didn't write the order down because there was no oh. reason to write it down. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So I'm sorry. We okay, it so you
2: took Mike Trout in the second round.
1: Yeah, which you hated, but uh, but in hindsight was a great pick.
2: Well, uh, again, oh, this is one of the challenges we set on the podcast. So we will repeat it here. If you are listening to this podcast in the year 2030 or later, contact one of us. I don't know what kind of modes of communication will be available 13 years from now, but contact one of us and I will send you 50 American dollars if they exist in cash. Um and the reason I said that is because in 2030, when you're list- if someone's listening to this podcast, you'd be like, Mike Trout, you know, one of the greatest five players of all time on a team that has no other all-time player. That's a steal. He should have went maybe even first overall, certainly, you know. Uh, but my perspective is that right now, in 2017, Mike Trout has as much war as Chuck Finley did for the Angels. So, you know, he- he's good, but, you know, to be got- taken in the second round is a little bit nuts, I thought.
1: I think we should each say our starting lineups, and then uh, we could post our whole teams on the Facebook group.
2: So you want to do it that order instead of the draft? Yeah, let's order? do
1: the yeah because I think especially since I don't have in front of me. Let's do. Why don't you say your starting okay. lineup and and your rotation and I'll say mine.
2: Okay. Okay. All right. So, uh, leading off, I have Ty Cobb, who's actually playing right field. So, one difference between our teams, as you'll notice, is my team. You know, both of our teams are elite offensively, but my team is very defense heavy. My guys collectively had fifty-nine Gold Gloves, and obviously, that takes into account that most I love of that guys you played before the Gold many Glove era.
1: Your, your fake team. Yeah. Has.
2: Your guys have thirty-three, so I have more than double. Let me put it this way: every player on my team who played in the Gold Glove era has multiple Gold Gloves. You only have four players with any Gold Gloves. Uh, two of them have ten each in Pudge and Griffey. Yeah, right? but again I also um, have
1: Pudge, like Pudge neutralizes Ty Cobb a little
2: bit on the basis. Um oh that's another thing. Yeah, I have I have thirty five hundred steals you have two thousand steals, so yeah. I mean, I have. I mean, you, the you can't steal
1: home when you're when you've already hit a home run. So I'm not sure what my team is even okay. going to try all right, steal. All
2: right. So anyway, so I have Ty Cobb leading off, uh, batting second. I have Nap LeJoy, or Nap Lajoie, the second baseman for the Cleveland Indians. Batting third, I have Willie Mays, possibly the greatest player of all time. Uh, batting fourth, I have Mike Schmidt, the greatest third baseman of yeah, all Schmidt time. Schmidt would not make my batting lineup.
1: Th- it, maybe he'd be then my ninth hitter. Keep going.
2: He is. Uh, he is by any metric the greatest third baseman of all sure. time. How would he not? We'll get to your third baseman. Better, be,
1: literally <laughs> a better baseball player than Mike Schmidt. But keep going.
2: What? 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 what you, He's better. Th- let's There's no that. Poll. One person who's a, who's, on earth who's a better third baseman in history: Mike Schmidt or every other player to ever play baseball? You can have the field. There's nobody who doesn't think Mike okay, Schmidt's the greatest my, third baseman Because of my guy,
1: time. who we'll mention in a second, or guys, it's two. It's one guy, but, but two of them is, yeah. is, is is just a better hitter and a better overall baseball player than Mike Schmidt.
2: That's just not He's true. He's just not a
1: primary That's... third baseman. He's just eligible third base.
2: First of all, Mike Schmidt is probably the second greatest defensive third baseman or third greatest behind Brooks Robinson, who you didn't take for some reason. And and maybe um, you know, another guy that I have. But um and offensively, they're basically a wash. I didn't take right? Brooks Robinson because I needed
1: another pitcher. I took Jim Palmer from the Orioles.
2: Yeah. Schmitz, Schmitz uh, OPS plus is very similar to, to, uh, to your third baseman's. We'll get to him in a second. Okay. I mean, that's an insane thing to say. Uh, Batty fifth, I have Jeff Bagwell, mm-hmm. who I have as the fourth best well, first baseman guy of all time. No, another guy who like,
1: might make my bench. Okay. Okay.
2: That's, your lineup that's, stinks. That's, this you're, is you're like insane. an all-star
1: lineup, like not a Hall uh, of Fame lineup. But,
2: every guy on my team is top five all-time at his position in my in my starting lineup. All nine of my guys. Mm-hmm. That is not true for most of your guys. I have three guys on my bench who are first ballot Hall of Famers. That's another thing. All every guy on my team who is eligible for the Hall of Fame has made it. I'm 18 for 18. You you have four guys who did not make the Hall of Fame who are eligible. Who who um, who
1: didn't make it and is that, well, I mean, who who okay, so
2: one is Barry Bonds. Oh, that's you insane. Know, that's for other reasons, uh, you're obviously. an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then you have uh, Dan Quisenberry and uh, Billy Wagner. You have because you have all these you know mediocre relievers that you got. Anyway, um, okay, we'll get to your team though. We're on my team. Uh, so batting sixth, I have George Brett, uh, who I actually I put at DH because I already have Mike Schmidt at third base. Mm-hmm. Batting seventh, I have Johnny Bench. So I have the greatest catcher of all time, the greatest third baseman of all time, the greatest center field of all time. Um, yeah, I mean, my team is just stacked here. Uh, batting eighth, I have Cal Ripken, uh, the uh, you know either the greatest or second or third greatest shortstop of all time. And batting ninth, I have the greatest leadoff hitter of all time, Ricky Henderson. Uh, on my bench, I have Roberto Clemente, who was probably a better hitter than Ricky Henderson. You know, Clemente has 95 war. Just to give you an example, my, I have a guy on my bench with 95 war. You only have four players on your entire team with that many war. You're one through four hitters in your lineup. Uh, so Roberto Clemente would be batting fifth or sixth on your team. He can't even crack my team's lineup. Uh, Roberto I also Clemente have wouldn't Quinn. have a prayer of starting on my team. What are you talking about? Well. He has 95 wars. He's, he's an inner tier, one of the greatest I players to ever play in the game. I wish there were
1: 95 wars waged in freaking your living room.
2: You, you sound like one of these old guys. You only look at home runs and RBIs. Yeah, like that's Clemente right. I only look at, at RBIs,
1: RBI, which I didn't look at for Well, one you must
2: second. because you, by what standard is Clemente not much better than every player on your All right, team? We, when I, when uh, I mention my team
1: you'll, team, you'll tell me the spot where okay. Roberto Clemente could play. He, uh, he'll, he'll maybe they would let him be okay. the bad boy.
2: Okay. Anyways, also on my bench, I have Tony Gwynn, um, a Padre. Gabby Hartnett is my backup catcher for the Cubs. Adrian Beltre is a backup third baseman for the Rangers. And then Paul Goldschmidt I took on Arizona. Uh, you took uh, the uh, the number one player for Arizona, clearly, and so put me in a little bind there. And then um, – so my hitters – just to give you an example, and we'll get to keep Steve in a second. But my hitters combine for 1,185 war – Akiva's combined for nine hundred and forty-eight. So my hitters are so much dramatically better than yours. It's not I mean, not you're even just close. such a war um, guy, which is a compiler stat. What about no, with by, ev- by every stat? By every stat, my guys are better than yours. By every single stat. But we'll get to that. Um, hold on. To be fair, my my batting average is three hundred and six. Your batting average is three thirteen. So you got a slight edge there. Congrats. Um, but again, but you, but you guys, you, what you did and we'll get your pitchers even more egregious than your hitters. You took guys who only played a few seasons on a team. So you get like the peak, you know, you took guys who for the middle team of their career. So for example, your, your ace the first half of his career played for the Cubs. The last half of his career played for, um, I don't remember, a bunch of random teams. I think he ends up with the Cubs again. You took him in the middle of the year, so you only got six good years out of him. So your rate stats are pretty good, but your cumulative numbers are very poor. Um, all right, so let's get to my rotation now. Uh, my ace is Walter Johnson, who, again, by leaps and bounds, the greatest player in this tournament. Uh, my number two pitcher is Kid Nichols. Uh, for the Boston bean Eaters, now the Atlanta I'm sure Braves. his
1: 91 mile an hour fastball is not going to get s- smacked around by. Barry We're
2: judging Bob. guys relative to the era in which they played, in the uh, air. So we in which are played, we are
1: pretend slow. You know, uh, we should add also this is a 162 game season, which is why the bench and the okay. bullpen matters. This is not a best of seven well, series. Uh, yeah,
2: th- and that exact, and that's why I have the advantage because I have 32,000 innings pitched. You have 22,000. So we I really have. We really should get someone innings. to
1: um, simulate this, like I don't know, like a Sean Falconer, but someone who's like
2: in yeah. the sports. Yeah. Um, All right. Number three in my rotation is Clayton Kershaw, uh, which was very lucky of me because you took uh, another Dodgers pitcher who's not as good as Kershaw. You sort of forgot Kershaw existed because you were looking at outdated charts. Uh, My fourth pitcher, Bob Gibson for the Cardinals. My fifth pitcher, Tom Seaver for the Mets. I took him early to screw you, force you into a a crappy Met. Yeah, crappy And even you shocked me with how you you took not even one of the 10 greatest Mets Every single person on on earth would have taken the guy I took. Okay. I mean... That you're insane. Uh, number six, uh, I have Red favor. Oh, no, we don't Sox need your whole bullpen.
1: People can go to the Facebook.
2: Number seven, Roy no, Halliday. No, nobody cares. I'm Roy uh, Halladay stinks. You, nah, well, I'm, people, I'm listening to the rest of my team. Every single no guy ride. on your
1: team has a higher whip than every single guy on my team.
2: Well, first of all, that's not it true. It is true. Um, that's not true. As a team, your whip is 0. 0.6 better than mine, 0. 0.06, right? But again, but you're just, they're different eras. That's why you have to look at ERA, plus, right? You have to look at relative mm-hmm. to their era. Because you have a bunch of guys who pitched, you know, in the dead ball era, and I have guys. Look how many guys I have. A pitch in the '90s. Yeah, your VORP uh, you know, is like a negative a,
1: four. Value of a replacement podcaster. Now, can I please yeah. give All my right. lineup? Wait, let me just say the last no, four no, guys on no, my we, team. No one on the bench.
2: People could check in the I've, Facebook group. I have Nolan Ryan, uh, Felix Hernandez, you picked Nolan Josh Johnson who's Mets, my worst player, that. and then and then Mariano Rivera, uh, the the only relevant closer in the history of baseball. I, you picked Rivera. I, I don't even
1: remember that. Yes,
2: I because your bullpen was so bad,
1: you needed you needed Rivera.
2: There's yeah, no Gehrig chance go, that any of my pitchers yeah. don't last eight innings. It's crazy
1: innings. that you didn't have you pick Gehrig, and you know, you're know you stuck with Jeff Bagwell at, at first.
2: Jeff Bagwell was the fourth greatest first baseman of all time, number four. Bill James does. So does I got well. number four instead of number one, and instead I got the number one uh, closer of all time, and you took three guys who are garbage. Yeah, garbage. Of call of fame. All right, let, let's hear your okay.
1: uh Up the middle, I, I can't get much better than this. I have Honus Wagner, or you, as you call him, Honus, and Rogers Hornsby of the Pirates and Cardinals. Just two immortal players, except they're actually dead, so they're not really immortal, um, <laughs> who are going to set the table for the most ludicrous outfield. Now, there's four. I have four outfielders, so the first guy up is going to play DH, but the most ludicrous lineup in the history of baseball. Uh, batting third, I have the Great Bambino, greatest hitter of all time. Uh, that's Babe Ruth. And we, we know who the Great Bambino and is. And then my outfield is my cleanup hitter is Barry Bonds, best baseball player in history. My number five hitter is Mike Trout, who might end up being the best baseball player in history.
2: Yes, but right now has played 860 games. Okay,
1: and he's, like, dominated all 860 of them. Yeah, and then okay. my worst outfielder, who is if Mike better Trout than died Roberto tomorrow, Clemente.
2: Or not tomorrow. If Mike Trout died any time in the next four years, he wouldn't make the Hall of Fame. And I say four years because you have First to of play all, 10 yes, years in the majors yeah. to be eligible. No, you have to play 10 years in uh, the majors they, to be eligible But they for the can waive it for
1: you. Mike Trout will be in the Hall of Fame. They, can, they well, would waive it for survives another four years. No, they'll waive it for him.
2: No, they haven't done that for anybody. I else. believe they have. I, I think uh, in the right. back in the day. Well, no, for Negro league players. Yes. The uh, there's a hundred percent chance
1: eligible. that that they would waive it for Mike Trout if he died unexpectedly, and we do not wish that upon him. Yes. Um, no, of course not. And then uh, number six, uh, Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, better than mm-hmm. Roberto Clemente would start over him on it in in anybody's <laughs> mind. A much better fielder, plays a more valuable position, a better base runner, uh, cooler guy. I mean, Roberto Clemente was a pretty good guy, too, but he didn't wear a backwards baseball cap. Like, uh, <laughs> so that's a Bonds-Griffey-Trout outfield with Babe Ruth lurking as like a possible you know, fourth okay. outfielder playing DH. Yep. Not bad.
2: Okay. just, just like, You're saying it like, let's remember that my outfield is Ty Cobb, yeah. Willie Mays, right? And Ricky Henderson. Yeah. By the way, so Ty Cobb. Also, like, watch, watch
1: Ty bro- Cobb and Willie Mays try and go after a, a, like a fly ball together and watch right, Ty look. Cobb spike Willie well, Mays. My locker room is, is going to have yeah, issues. Your clubhouse is a disaster.
2: Roger Hornsby was a big racist also.
1: Didn't you pick Curt Schilling also? Don't you have Curt Schilling on
2: you?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, who would you pick from the Diamondbacks? Matt
2: Williams. No, I only accept oh, players Matt. who were racist. Who were racist? Not re- like racist relative to when our era. Cool. it was, was cool. Ty, Ty Cobb was saying? racist relative to his era. So
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't. <laughs> right. I don't accept that. Yeah. You're t- I did not pick any racists. My team is anti-racist. Rogers Hornsby was a racist. Uh, Hold on, let me Google this. Did you? Do you ever meet him? I don't know anything about that. And I've heard bad stories about Babe Ruth too, to be honest. But um. Jimmy Fox is my first baseman, the great Jimmy Fox, batting seventh. Batting eighth, I have a platoon between Miguel Cabrera, one of the greatest hitters ever. That's Miguel Cabrera, the, the third baseman for the Detroit Tigers. And the other half of the platoon is Miguel Cabrera, the third baseman for the Florida Mormons. <laughs> yes. Because I needed to pick a guy a who
2: guy who barely played for that team.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was the best player on the team that won the World Series. Let's not like... Your,
2: your, bench, your bench is so comically weak other than... Well, you have, I mean, you what TV am I going to do? Pinch hit for Barry Bonds? But we're, we're drafting a twenty-five man team. Well, uh, well, that's why I picked a guy like Pudge who could play one hundred forty games. So Roger Hornsby was a leader in the KKK. Just saying, in the nineteen twenties, at
1: least he was a leader. I mean, that's in the locker room; he <laughs> could like you know rouse some people up. Ty Cobb was. There probably are two like
2: KKK a... members in the Hall of Fame: Ty Cobb and Roger Ho- Rogers Hornsby. So we wow. each have one. All right. So <laughs> we're even in Jeez. that department.
1: <laughs> um, it was a different era. Uh, and then my ninth hitter yeah. is the aforementioned Pudge Rodriguez. Uh, who's really like a dynamite guy to have in this team. My rotation is uh, Mordecai Three Finger Brown, Greg Maddox, who you like bashed for 10 minutes when I picked him, pretending like he was... No, I didn't bet.
2: He's just not one of the five greatest
1: Braves. That, I mean, he's the greatest Braves. He's
2: one of the five greatest pitchers of all time, but not the Braves, because he only played part of his career for the
1: Ed Braves. Ed Walsh, who along with Addy Joss, who also have, I think, their number one and two all-time in ERA. Um, uh, Randy Johnson on the Diamondbacks. And Sandy Kovacs, who you better not say anything bad about. That would be blasphemous.
2: Yeah, you took Sandy Koufax over. Uh,
1: well, Kinshaw. to be fair, as you mentioned before, when yeah. we were, I was looking at my list, we, uh, it was before 2008, and I updated all the hitters, but I forgot yeah. to update the starting pitchers. Yeah, so
2: Clayton I, Kershaw. Uh, excuse me, Sandy Koufax. He was not even
1: on my list. I forgot One of the about.
2: greatest four or five year runs in the history of baseball, yeah. but that's literally. Well, I'm all hopefully he was, he was I'm hoping for
1: p- like the '63 Sandy. Yeah, like I'm hoping for the good Sandy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then Addy Joss, I mentioned Billy Wagner is a solid middle reliever. Grover Cleveland Alexander. Can, you know he could he's a long reliever he's going to go for days if if we need a game it's going to go like 20 innings <laughs> yeah, a Dan long Quisenberry game. is my token royal a very underrated player Trevor Hoffman we get hells bells and Jim Palmer and the money store um is it, it rounds up my bullpen and then I have Roberto Alomar Mike piazza who you made fun of Barry Larkin the other miggy Pereira yeah, and your Harden your Hilden bench from is your twins. so weak Roberto
2: Alomar plays five But I don't need
1: it I don't Blue need days. it all these guys are playing like 156 games
2: and yeah, but but again, the, the idea here was not to pick a bad bench. The idea here was to pick the best 25 guys.
1: Well, I did pick the best 25 guys. I have a better 25 not than yet. you, as the listeners agree. You, you, you.
2: you took—so many of your guys were not in the top 10 on their teams in war. Robbie Alomar, Mike Piazza. Yeah, so sure. Of these if guys, this like was like a compiler,
1: but for one year, you know, the, but their I mean, one-year average— If it's
2: one year, you should have taken Roger Clemens for the Blue Jays because he had two Cy Young years and then checked yeah, but out But I think
1: there. we were fair. Like, we didn't take anybody who was on a team for two or three seasons.
2: Yeah, well, you just took guys who were on teams for five seasons. Well, I think that's fair. Alomar, Mickey Cabrera, uh, Mike Trout, you know, he's in his seventh season now, but yeah. Um, all right, so we'll let the people decide. Yeah. Again, your rate stats, ever so slightly better than mine uh, because you have guys who barely played. Mm. Um, cumulatively, my team blows yours out of yeah, the water. But we'll post the teams online. We'll let people Do you know. have any charts
1: you could post uh, with them to like help people decide? Yeah, oh, I spent five hours on this. Yeah, chart. no, we really spent a lot of you time made... on this podcast, so hopefully, you know, yeah. support us and and, and yeah. check it out and at least make so, us feel better. You know, about so
2: as everybody knows, uh, Chester makes his own MVP, t- uh, MVP ballots and Cy Young ballots mm. for every year of every sport in history. So... Um, you actually you have more Chester MVPs than I do because of the fact that you have Ruth and Bonds uh who and 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 Hannes Wagner who you know alone together match my whole team those three guys but um so you have a total of 40 Chester MVPs and I only have 29 in real MVPs I beat you 19 to 18 uh for whatever that's worth um and then um so yeah, you you have a slight edge there, but in most of the numbers I beat you pretty solidly. Um, as I said, I have every guy in my team is on the Hall of Fame. You uh, have most of your guys in the Hall of Fame, but not quite. Um, and you know, I have way more wins than you. I've uh, my, I have four thousand one hundred and thirty Wins? wins? Are you talking wins? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so innings pitched, I have ten thousand more than you. Yeah. Uh, you 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 beat me in saves. All right, why, why don't you true. just jump draft... Mark Burley if you want a lot of innings pitched? I mean, come on. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so, that, so that's what we did. Um, go to the Facebook group, vote uh, on who has a better team. And if you vote that is a better team, then you're wrong. and I'll have to yell at you for a while.
1: Yes, and you, if you join the Facebook group, you get to mention make fun of Chester to his face. Um, is there anything else? I've been talking – OJ mentioned today that he might some start some sort of podcast when they said he was going to come out. And I'm usually behind <laughs> things or, like, not ahead of the curve, but I've never been more ahead of the curve. Like, I have been saying for years that, like, we're going to do a podcast with OJ Simpson – you know where i I've, i was literally number 1 on the on the train and now everyone today i saw
2: you tweeted at him but he doesn't have his own twitter I, well, I don't know prison. it was
1: at oj simpson it was before he before he went in i think it was i'm not sure but who's handling that right now i don't know he uh but yeah it was a joke tweet but uh yeah, oh, oh, yeah. again this fan this podcast was you know people don't realize it was actually named after oj simpson we are 32 fans. We're fans of the juice. Number 32. Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> he has 411 followers. I don't, he think, that's never tweeted, I don't think that's him. I don't think that's him. Not verified. But uh, probably not.
1: I will I will be one of his first five followers when he gets verified. I mean, listen, <laughs> it's funny because he was so irrelevant, but like between, again, he was running around Vegas, like doing loser stuff. Like Darren Rovell tweeted to you, like the most valuable thing that he took back at gunpoint was like a $700 football. Like we're talking about nothing. And granted, he lost probably a lot or all of his money. Um...
2: Are you sympathizing with the juice? No, I'm
1: just explaining, (laughs) like, why he was so relevant then. But now in, like, the social media, anyone's a celebrity. You know, YouTube stars, Vine stars. Well, also because,
2: like, the biggest movie of the year last year featured him. Right. Well, I mean, the the biggest movie, like, the longest movie. Yeah, well, I bet it was like a, you know the biggest, the most talked about movie in our circles. It, like
1: our like nerdy people who like sports documentaries. Like, that's, I mean, you're probably that's probably the circle of this podcast, but not like the United yeah. States of America. Um, yeah. But yeah, like in a world where like the president is like a dealer celebrity, a I think like the you know OJ Simpson, who's a fellow dealer celebrity, will be very widely
2: uh, accepted. I mean, if Kid Rock is running for Senate, OJ is going to be right behind.
1: I don't think he's going to run for Senate, but I do think like he, <laughs> I do think. I don't know if like mainstream people have him on. It, it, it depends, like you know.
2: No, you can't have him on your. I mean, if you're a news, like uh, you know, CNN could interview him, but if you you can't be like, could he Pete go Holmes on part my on take? Do you think he go
1: on Pardon my take? I don't think so. I don't. Th- I think the advertisers pull out at least for that episode if OJ's on it.
2: Yeah. I like that. I like because Pete Holmes is such like. I mean, I like Pete Holmes, but he's such a pushover that he'll kiss up to his. Oh, totally. Yeah, is. yeah, yeah.
1: No, that would be great. That would be great. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let's have him on. You made it weird. I want to. I want to hear him say, uh, "Keep it crisp." That would be great. Like
1: you make it very weird. <laughs> so if I
2: did it, yeah. Um. All right. So this is a mini-sode. Um, yeah, we're
1: very sorry we lost it, Ben. And now Chester's recording a backup, so hopefully it won't happen again. But. And by the way, you may never hear this. Like this, we there may be like a bigger underlying problem, and this might not be ever be heard by the world. So, well, so uh, if there's somebody who only listens to this and doesn't usually listen to my Seinfeld podcast, we had a big week. We only have twelve episodes to go, but we interviewed Spike Ferriston, the, the um, writer of the Soup Nazi and the uh, Muffin Tops. And this week's episode, The Reverse People, we got to ask him all the zany questions uh, we always wanted to ask uh, him. We had a, we had a Sean Falconer's bot uh you know like come up with all the questions we had from him over the last bunch of years and we use that and we were able to really like get you know get into it did you listen to that yet
2: i haven't listened to that yet. oh excited. wow you usually it, listened... just, it just dropped today yeah
1: but you usually listen, listen to the podcast like before i even know it dropped
2: yeah but that's because i expect it to come on Saturday. right evening. this is I'm weird this is like in the middle of the, of the week. week yeah we don't Unexpected. usually
1: do that sort yeah. of thing and are you ready for your own you're prepared for your own seinfeld podcast in a few weeks
2: yeah i gotta know which one it is cause i don't know i haven't research. i haven't really looked yet
1: um, all right, the next yeah. thing you will hear is the beginning of the 100 Greatest Quarterbacks. That will be a multiple-week podcast, and that will take us right into the the 32 fans in 32 days. I believe it will be 32 days, but it'll be 32 days till the Sunday, because I'm not going to start until I come back from Mexico, and I'm in Florida. So it'll be, I think, basically 32 days from...
2: Uh, all right, nobody cares about
1: Well, this. I'm just saying, but the, a lot of people who listen want to be the fan of their team, so be prepared. Yeah. We're going to post that probably in the next week or so. I don't know how we're
2: going we're gonna to have to figure out how to we'll do that. We figured to do it. I think the what we're going to do is we're
1: going to make up time slots. The uh, yeah, so we'll so we'll make up a chart and then you could sort of like sign up for a slot like old school like library internet cafe type
2: thing. I don't know. But how many how many podcasts we produce? we producing 32 of these things. I think
1: we could have. Thir- I don't think we're going to end up doing thirty two, but I think we're willing to do thirty two. <sighs> it's going to. I mean, if you don't want to, be like, miserable.
2: I mean, we don't. We could- uh, We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure what.
1: We'll, we'll yeah, we'll see
2: how it goes. Well, so we can it's keep tough. it short. It's much tougher on me, also, because you just show up and talk to them, and then it. you make me do all the work. Listen,
1: the there's a lot of mat, you know, wizardry I'm spinning. People don't realize. Yeah, maybe. All right.
2: Okay, Kiva. This Minnesota's yeah, ready. check out like, the Facebook. Half check out the
1: Facebook group, and yeah. we'll see you next
2: week. Type in Thirty Two Fans Podcast on Facebook and uh, join us there. Bye.
0: Thank you. Fading, but the band plays on now. We're crying, crying. So let the velvet roll down. Down No heroes, still want to blame. While we'll roll this build stage and the thrill, the thrill is gone. Our debut was a masterpiece. Our lines we read at So perfectly, but the show it can't go on You know?